1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Welcome to Sash, your podcast discovery show. I'm Dax Holt.
2: I am Alicia Renee,
0: and we're gonna just jump right in. I'm excited for today's guest. Mm-hmm. This guest is so I just timely in everyone's life. Yes. It's a relevant topic for everyone. Uh, we have Connor Franta on, who is the host of Burnout, which is produced by Lemonada, Lemonada Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is a topic though that, like I said, is relatable to so many people yes. in everyday life. Throughout the pandemic, we heard burnout this, burnout that, yeah. like everyone was feeling the effects of burnout, and Connor went and made a whole podcast about that. So Connor, welcome to Pod Sauce. Thanks for having me, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, so could you give people maybe a little rough draft of what your podcast is about for a first time listener?
3: Totally, yeah, I um, I partnered with Lemonada Media and mindful.org um, to produce a podcast uh, just vaguely about the topic of burnout, uh, workplace culture in America. Uh, we We kind of wanted to to have an educational resource for people rather than just sort of an interview format. So we've really put in the time to approach burnout from a 360 perspective, from uh, a perspective of physicality, a perspective of background, uh, a perspective of, of sort of how burnout can affect you in so many different ways in ways that we haven't realized before. And uh, yeah, we just think it's, a, it's, it's been a really informative educational process, and I've been excited to be a
0: part of it. Tell us about your experience with burnout, because uh, I was listening to an episode, and for people that may not know Connor, Connor is huge on social media. He has had a massive presence on YouTube, Instagram. I mean, we're talking millions and millions of followers, but I did hear you struggled personally with a, a burnout. So can you talk a little bit more about that and your connection with this podcast?
3: Yeah, it was. I wasn't digging deep for this role. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't unfamiliar. Um, there are many kinds of burn, burnout, so it, it's not like this is particular to, to me by any means. But um, naturally, in the in the social media space, in the content space, it's kind of become a go go go, do yes. do do, or die 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 situation. So after starting that at age 17 and continuing kind of that hustle and and. Uh, that, that fight for a good 12 years, eventually, uh, inevitably, I would, I would burn out. So a few years into it, after just like, nonstop being a college student, being a college athlete, um, starting my own business, doing the content game, it just, it got, it caught up to me.
2: Yeah, I think it's so uh, we were talking prior to the cameras rolling just about how uh, timely, as Dax uh, previously stated, how timely Connor's presence on our show is but also so good for you guys bad for me because I'm burnt out um just being a woman of color with the times being what they are I have plenty of family members at the time of this recording we're taking into consideration in our hearts what happened recently in Texas I'm from Texas uh and like Connor mentioned there are so many different forms and types of burnout. What i like about your podcast is that it is more conversational and applicable tools that people can use to kind of like reground and recenter themselves um with everything though that is going on right now connor the things that we talked about prior to the camera rolling and obviously the things that i just mentioned uh, how do you continuously find a way to recenter yourself and still show up for your podcast when i'm sure it can be laborious to kind of like hear stories of what people are carrying you carry that you seem very empathic to me I feel that energy from you where you can take on the energy of what and correct me if I'm wrong of uh, what other people are experiencing so how do you continue to hold space for that
3: First of all, I'm a total sociopath. You read me wrong. Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> what up, pivot! <Hibby? laughs>
3: I thought I'd add levity. In that case, uh, we no, need to we, change this no. podcast
2: to a murder-most foul.
3: <laughs> yeah, a true crime right. podcast. That's season two. Right. That's <laughs> season two. You fell for it.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'll exploit you now right Ah. thank thank you
3: (laughs) no yeah we we definitely we definitely tried to approach it from that way i mean um in episode in episode and each episode we kind of go into different uh elements of burnout but one of those to your your point was we talked to a lot of people of color and how burnout affected them in ways completely dissimilar to mine it was in ways that were just like I was relieved to almost to not have to go into work physically during COVID because I got burnt out just being a person of color in a workspace, yes. there is the level of exhaustion that just comes with your skin color in, um, I guess, America in this case, but globally as well. So we were constantly trying to make sure to have those voices included within this conversation and less of sort of a, a capitalistic, uh, <laughs> cis white perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I, don't, I think I skated around your actual question and I don't remember. No, what
2: it was. no, 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 basically, you know, just and I guess you kind of answered it just in what you were saying, providing a platform for other people to share their experience. Because my concern was when we do shows like this, uh, it can be very heavy to your spirit, to the host's spirit. Um, I don't want to necessarily relegate you to a host because I know you bring your own experiences to the table as well. But to keep talking about a particular type of thing, uh, essentially we can relive it. So, you know, my, my my question to you was just how do you continue to provide space? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you did kind of answer it. You took the scenic route to answer it, but you answered it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. route. Exactly. <laughs> no, we were I, going I, through I
0: the
3: mountains. <laughs> I think luckily I've been kind of training myself, um, to be a a host or to be a part of a, a, an adventurous series like this for a while, only because I've had to work through my burnout journey. Um, I've had to work through my, my issues with mental health, my, my own personal struggles. And I've done that over years. So, um, it was funny because when learning from people like that, we interviewed from, you know, anyone from a Yale professor to, um, a black non-binary psychiatrist in New York, like hearing those perspectives and how everyone had different ways of dealing with it themselves, all of which were in weirdly ways that I was already doing it, Mm. whether it be exercise, whether it be taking time for myself and unplugging, whether it be going to therapy, you know, all of which are, are efforts and practices that you have to do. No one's going to force you to do any of that. And over the years, I've learned that that's what brings me back up and keeps me,
0: At sort of an even level how how do you decide who you're going to feature on your show because i got to imagine you throw a stone you hit 10 people that are all dealing with burnout right now and i know you had uh, i believe her name was valerie who was literally in the hospital Mm. and talking to you about her struggle with burnout and how it's led her to be in the hospital and people are taking care of her right now so how do you decide who you're going to feature
3: um, both the unfortunate and fortunate part is that so many people are dealing with burnout that it was like How like how could we possibly fit this into four episodes? There are so many different stories to tell and so many people willing to tell it so it became more of a, of, of Having to push people like I myself brought to the table like a dozen different people we can interview mm-hmm. and we're like We don't have time for that <laughs> within four one-hour episodes so It was more of just making sure that we had a well-rounded perspective, uh, you know, again, across different people, different stories, different industries, uh, a lot of different professionals bringing in different opinions as well. So it was just the people that can make it a well-rounded story and less uh, of a one-channel view.
2: I want to ask you something that may be a little personal, but, you know, you've accomplished so much at such a young age uh, from amassing millions of followers. You, you are a New York Times best-selling author. What was the moment for you where you were just like, I have to stop and pivot because what I'm what I'm doing and the, the path that I'm going down right now, it's not healthy for me and my, my peace of mind and my mental space. What was that thing that you, just made you readjust?
3: So funnily enough, when I um I one of my bigger moments on the internet was posting my coming out video to mm-hmm. YouTube and um, publicly being a part of the queer community, and with that, unknowingly to me, came a whole different level of pressure, um, a whole different level of um, kind of like unboxing parts of me that I didn't realize were boxed up. I thought it was mm. just kind of a one and done situation, and I could be over with it. But naturally. 21 years of trauma does not just evaporate from the body. It's going to take effort. It's going to take time and That continued to build up after the coming-up process. So there was sort of a breaking point of I'm doing too much I haven't allowed myself to even understand myself as you know a very young adult mm-hmm. now suddenly thrust in the public eye and I just hit a breaking point where I thought it's, it's gonna sound very morbid, but it's like um, preserving my own life yeah. is more important mm-hmm. than being successful or than continuing to amass a following or to post a YouTube video. It was like, I need to do this to even be able to give myself the opportunity to continue to do this. That Almost like there was no other way.
2: No, you know, it's, it's, so you say it sounds morbid. To me, it doesn't sound morbid. It sounds like, you know, when you have that moment of I'm going to die here if I don't, one show up as my most authentic self and then two do what feels good for me i understand that outside of uh this space because i'm an actor and you know in in this business it's a you got to look the part to get the part it's a lot of faking it till you make it But the reality is, it's like when you're carrying so much of you, you've experienced so much. You as a a man who's a part of the LGBTQIA community, me as a black woman, I've endured loss, you know, financially. I've had to fight to, you know, for pay parity and all of these other things. But people look at you and they think you're this because this is what they see. Mm -hmm. But internally, you're dealing with all of these other things. But meanwhile, you have to smile and show up and I literally did this post on, on my social platform where I was like, I will die here if I don't do. So no, like, and it, I think you Connor, and I say this with all due respect, it's so beautiful to hear someone so young, uh, extremely wise and with, with life's experience and to, and to be so bold and brave enough to use a platform of millions to encourage other people to just show up as whole, and healed and real as possible. I, I didn't have that when I was your age. I didn't have that strength and I didn't have that wisdom. I say all that to say kudos to you. And I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart.
3: That's very, very kind of you to say. And it, it's not unlike why I, I do it or why I've done it or why I'm sure a lot of people do that is because I want it to be um, sort of a representation of what I didn't have as well. Mm. Um, anyway, I could be some sort of beacon of light for anybody, and especially for queer kids or Midwestern queer kids who feel like they don't have any sort of representation or yeah. they don't see an end to their closetedness or their torture in any way. It's yeah. like, no, right here, I'm right here, I, I did it, you can do it too, hopefully in a in an even smoother, quicker process.
2: And that's well. what it is. It's
3: beautiful. Yeah,
2: because yeah, I, I mean, I grew up in the South, the Bible Belt. And which is which isn't too unfamiliar to the Midwest, you know, so you can and I've had so many friends um, have coming out moments to me and to hear the trauma of, you know, how now they have to have those conversations with their family, parents, and that conversation doesn't always go over uh, Mm -hmm. as it should, you know, as well as it should, Um, or now they're trying to navigate the workspace. The conversation now is is better, obviously, than it was back then. It could still use some work. Let's just keep that a buck. Um, but yeah, like I said, just someone like you, of your caliber, uh, providing that space where even uh, black people in marginalized communities, you can share. You open extend your platform to share their experiences. You're saving lives out there, and I hope without you a, know that.
3: Oh, no, that's that's very sweet, and without a doubt, that's uh, that's ever ever since figuring myself out and my platform, you know, being relatively successful it's like ever since then i know i get the most gratitude out of out of amplifying a story helping being a part of some some mission greater beyond myself i'm so sick of talking about myself that i'm like thank god i finally get to bring in other voices and other stories mine's been told it's three books it's over
0: So Connor, I do want to ask you, with a topic like burnout, because it is such commonplace, and I feel like you even play the news clips of how they use burnout in so many news stories, workplace burnout, gym workout, diet burnout, like they use it so much. Is it also a challenge to cover a topic that is so common and make it interesting and make it something that people are going to gravitate towards?
3: That was my, before we began actual production, I, I I kept reminding everyone that we need to make sure that the marketing is appropriate, more so because I think everyone is burned out from burnout or everyone <laughs> is kind of tired of hearing the word burnout because it almost feels like there's no solution or it feels like the story that will be told is one that has already been told. So we, we went in with the mindset of this has to be different. This has to be all encompassing. Um, and We've been thinking about that constantly, and genuinely, every time I I listen to the episodes after all the production is done, I think we've done a fantastic job. I thoroughly enjoy it myself, and I don't like listening to myself talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No one does, no No. one does.
3: Well,
2: except me, I like to to gauge my octaves these days. (laughs) Connor, what's the one thing that day in and day out you have to make it a practice to do for self?
3: oh, that's a great question. I'm, I'm a Virgo, so I'm very great at like lists and organization. And I, so I'm great at practice. It's kind of one of my, my strongest suits is that I, I'm great at that, but I think, and it's so cheesy. It's so chuggy almost, but it's, it's a level of self-compassion and constantly reminding myself when I'm hard on myself that no one outside of me would be treating myself this way so Mm. why do i why do i treat myself this Mm. way even in the littlest of ways even in just like a little fit of anxiety of something not being perfect um a little bit of frustration of not being good enough it's like reel it back in Mm. no one else would do that to you don't do that to yourself so it's those little pauses that i find are really important and in everyday life
0: so you know one of the beauties of this show is you know we're finding out about your show we're also introducing other people to your show is there a podcast that you're listening to are number one you're not burnt out on podcasts correct absolutely not
3: they're, all they're right <laughs> gotta
0: get that out there now is there a podcast that you're listening to that you just think is beautiful or you walk away from and learn a lot that you would highly encourage other people to check out
3: I listen to a lot of educational podcasts. I kind of have them on all the time, almost in replacement of music. Um, so some of my favorites are Ologies with Ali Ward. Oh, uh, it's a,
2: that's good a good one. one. Oh, yes.
0: sorry.
3: <laughs> that's so a good, good one. It is. Um, I really like Sawbones as well, which is a medical I, podcast. I literally didn't just recommended
0: this yes, one. Yeah, like, did you do that one? Yes. <laughs> yes okay. I love Sawbones, and yeah, those, those are two great ones. Anything. Ologies and Sawbones. Highly, I co-sign with Connor on that one. Those are. Two very, very good podcasts.
2: Connor, mm-hmm. Connor, Connor, th- this is, it's, it's been good for me. And you didn't make me cry. <laughs>
1: <Dude>. <laughs> you did you didn't not make, make, me, make me, cry. me
2: cry. You tried it, but I was like, not today. Uh, Connor, thank you so much for joining us. Host of Burnout, and that is produced by Lemonada uh, Media. I can't thank you enough uh, for what you're doing, not just for the LGBTQIA community, uh, for marginalized communities, uh and just for overall mental health uh for other people you know thank you so much and continue continue to do god's work out there connor <laughs> thank you thank you for
3: having me uh, thank you, i hope everyone listens and i think you will see or hear yourself within the podcast because we've done a really good job at it yeah, so
2: you did. thank you for
0: having me
3: on
2: you did
0: awesome thanks buddy uh and if you guys want to check out burnout head over to PodSauce.com. we'll have a link up there
2: i'm gonna put a link to your episode
0: Oh, yeah. You got, you got to hear the, the Valerie episode. Yeah.
2: And okay. then, obviously, you guys can check out uh, Burnout wherever you get your podcast.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.